Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors, like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 1841. Exactly how I cut my exercise time in half and got better physique results. Part one by Jill Coleman of jillfit.com. And I'm your narrator, Dr. Neil. Hey there, welcome to another edition of Optimal Health Daily, where I read some of the best blogs covering health and fitness, just like an audiobook. And don't forget, we have a bunch of shows where we do this very same thing. Just search for Optimal Living Daily to find all of them. Today's post is a bit longer than what I typically narrate, so I'll read the first half today and then finish up the rest for you tomorrow. Oh, and it's also from a new author for this show, but I'll tell you all about Jill right after the reading. So for now, let's get right to it as we optimize your life. Exactly how I cut my exercise time in half and got better physique results. Part one by Jill Coleman of jillfit.com. Ever looked around your local gym and taken a hard look at the locals? These are the people you see year after year at the gym, in group fitness classes, jogging on the treadmill, even taking toning classes and using machines. Very few of these people ever look any different. I was the same, using exercise as some kind of penance for overeating, and then even trying to use it as my primary weight loss tool as I prepared for competition after competition. I'd diet down for a show by increasing my cardio volume week after week as my show date neared. The problem was that over time, my body stopped responding the same way. I'd need more cardio each show. And even then, the quality of my conditioning wasn't as good. I'd be soft, bloated, flat and puffy, despite doing more and more. I spent a lot of time confused as to why doing more was not bringing me better results. And that exercise turned into a control mechanism something I had to do or else I felt like I'd blow up again and gain 50 pounds in a week. And eventually, I started hating it. Hours at the gym, sometimes three times a day, only to look the exact same. And then come home and try to white-knuckle my way through cravings for the other 20 hours of the day. And then, about five years ago, I got resentful and straight-up miserable. 
I was literally crying to my spouse about it and they'd say, just stop, pull back, don't do as much. But I felt imprisoned in this weird obligatory relationship with cardio. If I did stop or pull back, everything would fall apart. Something I'd once loved was now a full-time job. So why do we continue to do the same exercise and even more when we're not getting any better results and we also feel like a slave to it? The first reason is because we tend to choose the devil we know over the devil we don't. Humans are funny. We prefer to continue doing something in the face of it not working, but that we're comfortable with, rather than trying something new that's a little uncertain. Familiarity breeds trust and safety. At least we know it's not working. This comes down to control again, doesn't it? So long as we see all the angles and things are predictable, then we feel secure. The second reason is because the old calorie model is still ingrained in our brains. Yes, calories matter immensely. But to think that sitting on an elliptical, reading a magazine for an hour or two has no perilous consequences is short-sighted. Sure, you're burning calories, but here's where hormones come in. The intensity, mode, and duration of your exercise impact both anabolic and catabolic hormones, things like human growth hormone, or HGH, and testosterone, and cortisol, and catecholamines, respectively. These chemical messengers have implications for how the body looks, how it functions, and whether it will grow in certain places, or you will lose muscle or fat in certain places. Thinking that all exercise is created equal is a mistake. And that's why years and years of more and more moderate intensity exercise will eventually reach a point of diminishing returns. Like Dr. Jade Tata, founder of Metabolic Effect says, quote, more is not better, better is better, end quote. Your body doesn't continue to respond to the same exercise, just more of it ad infinitum. And the potential detrimental effects of more and more exercise are real. Increased cravings and hunger, unstable energy, an extreme mental preoccupation with diet and exercise, significant muscle loss, injury susceptibility, and just plain old hating your life. At least that was the reality of working out three or more hours a day for me. Ugh. So is there a better way? Absolutely. If you are just courageous enough to try. Most aren't. We'd rather be certain that something is not working than risk trying something new of whose effectiveness we're unsure of. But those who are brave enough to go against the old models of the more is better mentality will see that a combination of shorter workouts, higher intensity, and more rest and recovery is the ultimate mashup for physique results. Not to mention, you get your life back. The sprint model, six key tools for better physique results in less time. These are unfortunately out of order, but hey, for the sake of a nice and clean acronym, hopefully you'll excuse me for this. The acronym SPRINT stands for short, protein, rest and recovery, intensity, nutrition repletion, and train heavy. S, short. Not only do your training sessions need to be short because spending all day at the gym is no way to live, but when you do shorter workouts, they're also more psychologically satisfying and you have the mental bandwidth to push harder. You think, Okay, well, I don't feel like training, but I know that if I just do 10 minutes, I can make those minutes count. Back when I was personal training people for 60 minutes, I'd have people cancel all the time. Of course they did. Canceling an hour-long training session at 7 p.m. was irresistible when you're mentally exhausted, 
chips and salsa are waiting for you at home and your trainer has a punishing 60-minute routine waiting for you. No thanks, bye. But 30 minutes, you can handle. 20 minutes, no problem. Finally, short workouts are actually more effective for body change. Again, because of the intensity factor. When you exercise longer and at more moderate intensities, and you'll naturally have to, especially cardio, the hormonal response of the workout is different, marked by an elevation in unopposed catabolic hormones than when you're doing shorter, more intense, and weight training-centric workouts, which leads to more anabolic response via human growth hormone and testosterone. Maximize the hormonal situation by keeping things to 40 minutes or less. P. Protein. In order to maintain your lean body mass while exercising intensely, you need to keep your protein intake up. Not extreme levels, or to the point of obsessively counting and measuring, but eat protein at all meals, at least some. I don't care if it's 10 grams or 40 grams, just stay aware. Most individuals that identify as female who are exercising with weights should be getting at least 100 grams of protein per day from various sources. R. Hear that on tomorrow's episode. You just listened to part one of the post titled, Exactly How I Cut My Exercise Time in Half and Got Better Physique Results by Jill Coleman of jillfit.com. When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com health. Just go to indeed.com health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Jill Fit started out as a daily fitness and nutrition blog back in 2010 when she was a full-time personal trainer and group fitness instructor working 70 or more hours a week. Over the next few years, she developed her own nutrition philosophy, hashtag moderation365, to automate consistent and healthy eating habits. Since then, Jill Fit has helped over 10,000 women do the same thing using this method. After investing in her very first business coach in 2012, she quit all her in-person training and moved fully online. Followers and other professionals began asking her how she was doing what she was doing. And as a result, she started sharing business tips, tools, and strategies. That same year, she launched her first business mentorship, Best of You Business, and did her first five-figure launch. Since then, Jill Fit has grossed over $6 million in revenue, and more importantly, has helped thousands of health, fitness, and nutrition professionals start and grow their online businesses so they can quit their nine to fives and create the time, freedom, autonomy, and fulfilling careers they've always dreamed of. Come by jillfit.com for a lot more and a big thanks to Jill for letting us share her work.
Dr. Neil here for my commentary. I really appreciated that Jill pointed out how a shorter workout can affect us psychologically. She shared the example where, as a personal trainer, clients would seem to cancel at the last minute, particularly when an hour-long workout was waiting for them, especially when they've already had a long day and may sit in an hour of traffic just to get their hour-long workout in. But doesn't a 20-minute workout sound so much better? Now, it doesn't mean the workout will be easier necessarily, but you hopefully won't feel as though your entire evening is now shot. This is why when patients or clients would list time as a big barrier to working out, I would say something like, no problem, just try and get in five minutes of activity. Five minutes, that's it. Now on the surface, this sounds like it wouldn't help someone lose much weight or get into shape, but that's not the point. Here's what usually ends up happening. Those five minutes easily turn into 10 or longer because once we get started, we start to think, well, if I'm already doing five minutes, I might as well just make it 10. I can make time for those few extra minutes. It's putting on those walking shoes and getting out the door. That's usually the biggest barrier. When my college students would tell me, they don't have enough time to exercise, they're so busy, I get it. But if they're otherwise healthy, here's what I would say. Try running a mile as fast as you can. Ideally, it should take less than 10 minutes. Then you're done. All right, that'll do it for today. Thank you so much for listening today. Thank you for listening every day. And I'll be back here tomorrow to finish up this post. So I'll see you there where your optimal life awaits.